Welcome to the TriTech Games Podcast. So let's we're on a Google Hangout right now. So let, let's talk about let's talk about playing over a Google Hangout. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, a lot of stuff we set for the con you can use at your table. And uh, if you guys can think of anything else that you would want to use, we can do that first if you want. What you would you use uh, at your normal regular gaming table that you may not that we haven't mentioned for con use? Anything you can think of that would differ from it? Because to me, it's I mean, it's, it's just, I would probably use a couple of the, a couple less things only because cons are their own beast. But for the most part, I mean, it's all that's all live gaming stuff. Yeah. Well, if we're doing a one-shot, I mean, copy the rules, some pencils, paper, and that's about it. Yeah. But with a one-shot, which is different from a con game, uh, in that you're going to talk to your friends. You're going to say, hey, what are we going to do Friday? Oh, we're going to play this game. Well, where's the rules? Say, so make my character. So it's, it is a different experience. A one-shot's not the same. Yeah, one-shot, you probably make your characters. Yeah, you make your characters. You may make them beforehand, unless, of course, the rules say you make them at the table. You know, so yeah. I would completely do it opposite because on a one shot, you're not going to come back and play it again. Every moment of play time is precious. So yeah. I would be even more likely to bring them stuff where they would say, "Okay, you know, this here's let's try to streamline this as much as possible." Right. Yeah. Now, that. what I would do at home is that I tend to use less props than I would at a convention yeah. because I'm not. Tr- I mean. You know, you can impress people in the short term with a lot of props, but at home, can you, I mean, it's a lot of trouble to be able to put all that together for a, a game session that you're not going to run multiple times. And, I do and, run and games. And they're your friends. Times. Right? Yeah. They're your normal gaming group. You're not going to impress them. <laughs> it's like a marriage, right. you know? It's like, but, oh, yeah. what I did with right. my hair. What, I don't care. <laughs> but when I go to... Yeah, I'm right. But when I go to a gaming convention, you know, I may I may run it at Gen Con, I may run it at another local convention, I may run it at Dragon Con, because I'm down here in Atlanta, and I'll also I'll run it at the gaming store, get some other some feedback, and I'll run it for my own game group. So a, a, an adventure that I run at a convention, I may run up to five times. So it's worthwhile to put a lot of effort into stuff to make the appearance look really good. Now at home, I mean, we don't re, we don't. Uh, I mean, over the years, I have rerun adventures as people have. I have completely replaced all the members of my gaming group, and I said, "Oh, you've never. None of you guys have ever played this adventure. I'll bring that puppy back out of its folder and show it to you." Uh, but most of the time, um, I'm constantly trying to come up with things that are more interesting in the scenario from a narrative standpoint, right. rather than yeah. something that's just a, a prop issue. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I will tend to sometimes make big maps sometimes for some games, but uh, for the most part, you're right. It's basically character sheets, a whiteboard to draw on, and that's about it. Or a white or, or yeah. map board to draw on, that's about it. Right. Yeah, one yeah. side just very minimalist because it's mm-hmm. a throwaway game, for lack of a better term. I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then we do a lot of one-shot games that we have recurring characters in. It's like a campaign, but it's not because there's no experience gathered. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it's more episodic TV. No one ever gets any better. And But we have a shared world we use, and things just keep on cycling around. So Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Now, now, one thing about one-shot games is that this is your golden opportunity to be truly creative. Yes. Because if they don't like it, hey, there's no fallout. I mean, you know, hopefully you haven't basically turned them off of some company's products because of the way you ran their games. But I'm just saying is if you want to try something with an unusual twist, if you want to bring in a prop that you never would have normally done, if you want to try a product that you normally don't use at your table, a one-shot's a perfect place to do it because if they don't like it, they won't associate it with your regular game. And if they do like it, well, you just bring it into your regular game. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All right, yeah, so I've, I've become a huge fan of Steve Wallach's drama deck, his clockwork <laughs> drama cards. It is. It's really I cool. use them at every convention I go to. I use them at my table. I, for every game I run, I use them. And yeah. uh, it's, it's funny because when I first suggested doing something along these lines many, many years ago, the feedback I got back on the uh, uh, Bureau 13 board was horrendously negative. Like, that's the province of the GM. No player should be allowed to change the, you know, the, uh, the, the adventure. That's the GM's job to say what's reality. So right. to being able to use a, a, a deck of cards that literally lets the players uh, change the, the game in a way that excites them, I think is tremendously great. And, oh, yeah. and we, so we I always them. use this. And we use them all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 Trav? No, just it was what about Bruce said how the negative feedback was about it's it's the GM's job to determine reality. Gaming is cooperative storytelling. The players have a hand in what the reality is because they help make it. Right. And just yeah, I, 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 was finding, I was finding disagreement with what Bruce was saying that those people said. I'm not disagreeing with Bruce. I just yeah. how they yeah. said it. I'm just like, no, they're yeah. wrong. <laughs> well, well, gaming has changed over the years since then. But, I mean, especially with the injection of fate, where part of the like I've I've actually played several fate games where part of the game is to build the world you're going to play in cooperatively. Uh, yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, even back with uh, uh, with Vampire. The storyteller game, you still had a storyteller. The rest of the people were able to interject stuff to the storyteller, but ultimately he was the you know, uh, auteur of his particular worldview. And mm -hmm. besides that, which was published by White Wolf, of course. So yeah, the, the, this concept, you know, with these newer games with looser systems, uh, you know, faster systems, and, and more abstract systems. Uh, it's it's and moving away from the whole miniatures uh, view that was originally in Dungeons and Dragons because Dungeons and Dragons came out of board gaming and war gaming. Yeah. Okay. And it, 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 it has it has definitely evolved from there, and and I think it's great because I tell people all the time, I says if all you want to do is hack and slash, then go play Xbox. But if you want to tell a story, if you want to immerse yourself. In a world of your, of uh, your and your friends making, they come to the table because you won't find it anywhere else. Right. Yes, the rails are off, folks. The rails are off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was that a cat bus I just saw? No, that's a it's a it's a uh, light rail. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 <laughs> it was a little blurry there. I couldn't tell. Oh yeah, but yeah, but. Yeah, yes, because I've been playing a lot more Fate these days, so I've been really enjoying letting the players. I sandbox my worlds and let the players introduce details, and it's been wonderful. Hmm. You know, I, I ran. A, I actually ran a play-by-post game for three for three years, and the players came up with half the world details during the during the play. So yeah, what I what I do for shared <laughs> world building is there's a, a campaign mod in the particular setting that I pick from. And basically, if you bring up a new NPC that you know is going to come back, or a particular facet of the world, you just get extra experience. So it gives them incentive to help create the world that they're gaming in. And a former gamer, former girlfriend of mine, basically created backstory where she helped create a villain. So I gave her extra experience for it because it helped perpetuate. So yeah, that, that's just more cooperative storytelling. All right, so let's let's uh, let's move on to the next piece because we're getting we're getting a little long on this. Um, All right, well let me let, add one last thing here, Peter. Okay. One of the things that I've added to my table now, and I've had it for about six months, and that is is that I always make sure I have a Skype setup. Okay. Yeah. I don't want there ever to be somebody who wants to play my game, no matter where they are, and who can't come in and play my game. So yeah. I'm always ready to do that, and I have a player right now. Who lives about 20 miles away, um, and it would take it would be impossible for him to get to my house on time because literally he'd have to cross through the middle of metropolis in Atlanta at rush hour, and that just isn't happening. 
I have a so, player in Sunday game who moved to North Carolina from Michigan. So every other Sunday, he's on my on my laptop via Skype, and I have his character. Mm -hmm. and I give him, yeah. okay, this is this, we, and yeah, so I use it too. We, oh, we do. Yeah. We it doesn't have to be Skype. It can be anything else, it can be any other yeah. server type thing. Right. In fact, that's going to get our next topic, which is play, you know playing in in Hangouts or over Skype. Which are kind of two different things because Hangouts is, uh, I think, better than the two, for at least for for showing props and stuff like like that. But yeah, it's got well, Hangouts. What's hang, good about Hangouts is you can show YouTube videos. You can. Um, it's got a lot of plugins, a lot of versatility. You can you can go into your drive. It's got a drive plugin. It's got a, you got SlideShare, so you can create a slideshow if you want to. You know, here's your dossier, and you can flip through it. Um, and then John, let's do the dice. Let's show the dice off. Ah, uh, yes. This sure. is called Dice Stream? Dice Stream, yes. Yeah. All right, so let's say, uh, give me a roll, John. You're the, you're the game master. What, what am I going to roll? Well, let's say we're, play, we're, say we're playing Savage Worlds. Okay. Well, you, you, you're going to be rolling like you got to say, say you got a D8 in your skill, but you always get the well dice. You'd be D6. rolling a D8, a D8 and a D6. All right, so I'm going to roll. Um... I got a four and a three. Okay, so my roll is a four. Now, did you see that? You guys see that on top of my screen, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, let me let me roll that. Let me try and get a let me get try and get an exploder on here. Can I redo? Oops. Oh, I got I got to type it in every time. Okay. So let me, let yeah. me try this. Yeah. Just clear, John. Just okay. Clear. All right. So then let's do D eight and D six again. Let's see if I can get an exploder. Oh. Uh, yeah, okay, so I got a D eight there. So then can I? If I hit, I believe, I believe so. You can. You can hit this again, right? There we go. Check it out. All right. So there's there's my roll. My roll is a nine, and yep. everyone else can see what I rolled. So there's no cheating for me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Also, there's a there's a counter feature as you can see on my screen there. Uh, let me actually change the color so you actually can see it against the background. I'll make it red. It should oh. show up. Yeah. So it basically, the counter. So in Savage Worlds, you got three wound levels. Well, uh, right now it's zero wounds. Oh, I've no, taken one wound. Yeah. Okay. Two wounds. Three wounds. I'm I'm hurting. Oh, that's what that counter is. So Bruce, hold on a minute. So Bruce has a one in his screen, which I thought that was like his camera, some weird setting, but that's his counter. So this yes, whole time, yeah. Bruce is Bruce is coming to this whole thing with an injury. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told that before. I was wondering what that was. Do I have one on me? I do have one on me too. We all do. Okay. Well, you can turn it I off though. Just turn nice. it off. Okay. I, oh, mine, I don't. I don't have a number in your mind. No. No. no, no. I'm. I'm fine. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. I, I didn't even know this existed. John. John was showing me this tonight. Yeah. That's really cool. Is there? Is there ones too? There's something called roll the dice. There's bones. I don't think I've used them very long. Um, now, where did you get these? Because you sent me an invite to this, and I know this isn't in the regular Google oh. Hangouts. Actually, they are. If you, if you, uh, there's a, in fact, let me just use one right now to show you where they are. I'm going to click screen share. I'm going to choose my screen. And they'll come up, and there I am sharing my screen. Right. Go, go to the side there. You can see my toolbar. I have okay. all these tools. If I click the three dots, you can see more there. These are things I've oh, used. Oh, so i gotta, the, I got to hit the add. And add apps. And then okay. you'll see all the various things you can add in. Well, see, mine doesn't show a whole bunch. That's what I'm saying. Mine didn't show a whole bunch of them. Like well, it's showing a lot of productivity. It shows uh, it shows featured and it's recent. Yeah, and that's and, it. And then developer. Well, so there's no, not even I, anything in my developer. Yeah, because you're not developing anything. Well, that's what I'm uh, saying. Where did you get these? A lot of these I've gotten from other players. Yeah, well, I'm saying, oh, they sent them to you, but where did they get them? I'm saying somebody's got to be able to go out and find these and bring these in somehow, right? Yes. The, 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 either the, the, there's actually there is a Google Plus group that does just that. Okay. Talks about talks about uh, ad, you know, the add-ins or what? What these hey, are? I can apps. see myself. All right. Let me just turn my screen share. Okay. There we go. But uh, yeah, there's a bunch there, and you know, there's a couple like, oh, what's Pro Studio? <coughs> Bless you. I, oh wow. No. Anyway, yeah, that's thing else. Yeah, let's not let's not dig into all that just yet. All right, so anyway, so there's a lot of gaming, and and I saw you had an F on there. Was that for fudge? Yes, it's for fudge dice. Okay, cool. All right. <coughs> so there's all kinds of oh. stuff that you can. Oh, bless you there, Bruce. So there's all kinds of stuff that you can you. Uh, that you can bring in, and people are working on these things, and and if you're tech savvy, you can you can make them yourself too. There's a whole. Um, 
production thing there, right? That uh, what was yeah. it? The uh, developer. Yeah. So if you want to break your own apps, uh, here we go. Why does that say broadcasting on it? What are you What are you doing? Because that's the that's the text tab on the dice stream. You actually uh, can have. Uh, okay. Yeah, you can actually have the uh, show text, so I can say I'm broadcasting. I'll just see that off, and poof, it's gone. So you you might say, um, uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and uh, sneak up on this guy, so the game master knows he gets reminded that you're sneaking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would actually make a different color for that one because I, I can't see that. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. There you go, there sneaking. You go. I'm sneak. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's like Smeagol. Hold on. Sneaking. Sneaking. I'm sneaking. <laughs> <laughs> and you can do multiple, so you can actually have multiple displayed. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's the, that's dice stream. There's lower third thing here, and then settings. There's also the, the, the there's also the fate roller, which I don't know if, we, if, we, if it goes on screen or not. Let me see if we can do that real quick. So Hold I'll do a right. legend. I'm loading it. Uh, okay, yeah, accept, whatever. I'm going to type in my name. Oh, yeah, look at that. There it is. Uh, yeah, well, it, it, unfortunately, there it is, but not on your screen. It's on my the, screen. Yeah, I don't I have to break it to you guys, but I don't think this is terrible yeah. to our audience. Yeah, we're, we're, we're geeking out again. Sorry, folks. Yeah. So they can't see this. Then. Yeah. No, no. This one actually rolls. It has a shared screen. You can put your player alias. Yeah, especially in. those. Especially those right on the audio podcast, right? Okay. Yeah, the audio all podcast right. can't, can't see this <laughs> at all. So, so anyway, all right. Let's suffice it to say, if you're listening to the audio podcast, there's a bunch of plugins you can use for Google Hangouts. Uh, but it's got to be the Google, not not the regular Google Hangouts, the Google Live, because the regular Google Hangouts no, it has no, some it, of this stuff. No. It, well, it does have some of this stuff. Not everything. Like not I have everything. broadcast things. Like there's a control right. room and there's a uh, broadcast studio. Right. Add in. Um, okay. So, uh, is there any other things you guys could think of for uh, like um, any of this remote well, playing? Actually, because I do game, I also uh, play. I also, I'm on the actual play podcast, uh, Sunday Skypers. I'm going to plug that right now. Sunday Skypers at SundaySkypers.com. <laughs> and we use a tool, and I, this is going to call for screen share again, but I got to call it first. For rolling dice, we because we're doing it over Skype. So right. with that, we use a thing called uh, Dice Roller. It's on a, The share is uh, Catch Your Hair is the name of the share. I mean, now I got it up there on the screen. Now, now, I, now I can actually share this. And uh, there it is, Dice Roller. Screen, start screen share. It should come up in a second. I see it. Yep. And, and like, let me just show you something. You can put in a password. I'm going to put in our password from our last session. It should take it a second. And there it is. And it allows you to have a place where you can roll dice. We were playing a fake game, so I would roll four dice. I can make my dice, uh, make my dice red. And then roll them. And boom, there they are. Oh, wow. And you can manipulate them. <laughs> and when you don't need them, you pull them off the screen. You pull them off the play area. Huh. Now, it doesn't get much... But basically, as you can see, it allows you to keep track of things here. It works like a little whiteboard. Uh, another right. tool I use for another game I play... Oh, it's, called, it's called View. Let me get there real quick. Bring it up. And View is... Let's go to My Rooms. And this is actually for a game I ran. It's a, a fringe-worthy game. Give me a second. Bring it up, and it's a basically a presentation software that you can share. I can show okay. pictures. Hmm. You also can uh, draw and things like that. So that's another one. Uh, there's some other ones out there, but you know, between uh, those are the two I use the most. There is one more tool I use though. This is for other games, and that's because it has a plugin for Google Groups, and that's. Roll twenty. Yeah, I've heard a lot about this roll twenty. Yeah, I follow DJ on Dementia Radio, Breakman Z on his Skype game that he plays on Tuesday nights. They use roll twenty, and um, yeah. so far he seems to really enjoy it. So, how hard yeah, is this thing to learn? This roll twenty. Not too bad. I mean, uh, let me go to my let me go to my uh, Frenchworthy one I ran. 
Okay, so this has got to be a D. This is four D twenty system only, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, D machine. So D, yeah, D twenty and Pathfinder and all that. Yeah. And let me do, do this real quick. So I'm saying, like, some of these, you know, you can tweak them to work with other games, but not this one. Yeah. Oh, look so at that. Nice map. Yeah, that's you create this map in in um, Tiamat up on RPG objects. Okay. You, you can have playing cards, so I can just say, okay, uh, how do I want to say, uh, deal, so I can deal out a card to somebody, deal one card, uh, and see if it's a deal to the table. No, I need it to the deal too. But yeah, if you were in here, I can deal cards out. It does have a dice roller as well. Uh, okay. Good chat there. So you can see over here where the, where the dice rolling is going on in this right. chat window. It has a locate. But yeah, it's in the, you know, but it also integrates into, and I'm just going to, uh, go back over here and turn this off. There is an integration into. There we go. Come on, go away. There we go. There is a, D, a Roll20 app, and you guys will begin an invite to it in Google okay. Groups. So here I can also get choose my fringe worthy campaign, and it works pretty much the same way. I'm not sharing this, but the, the guys are seeing this now. But it works pretty much the same way. So you're not going to deal cards to people here. I can say deal cards to uh, select somebody. Uh, here you go. Wait a minute. It's, I'm getting a, a sign-in thing here. Oh, there you go. Hold on. I'm on you. Screen share. You should got a D20. Okay. Red D20. Yeah. yeah, but it's asking me to like join in. I already have an R20 yeah. account. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Just, yeah, just take me to the game? Yeah, to, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, I've never done this before. Okay. Oh, Peter, it's your first time, I know. Uh, yeah, you <laughs> <it>. <laughs> So I can deal a card to Peter. Actually, I'm not screen sharing this. Should I screen share this? Yeah, I should, shouldn't I? No, I'm yeah. not. Cause you, they can see it. I'm broadcasting it right now. Yeah, broadcasting. I can see it. It's on my screen. They can uh, see it. Wait, 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 wait a second. Is it on their screen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, because no, I'm controlling it, so it's on. It's on the big screen. No, it's not. It. No, it's not. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm not seeing it on the on the, on the stream. Really? Yeah, it's not That's on the not stream. That big screen here. No, it's, it's not on the stream. I'm I'm looking at the stream. It's not being shared, so I have to screen huh. share it to show it on the screen. So let me screen share this. Bang! There it is. Okay, now you folks can see it. Oh, so that's interesting. Deal. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, it's not screen shareable. So I can say I can deal two cards to uh, I'll pick oh, Bruce. Here you go, Bruce. Here's two cards, and you, only you can see them. Yeah. Is it over here? Should have peered up, or maybe deal it to uh, Trav to to Trav. Uh, assume that Trav's got himself a. There you go, two cards. Yeah, to Trav okay. yeah, it just popped up. Yeah. And you, if you click on it, you can see what cards you got. I can see what cards. I actually can't see what cards you got because even though I'm a GM, but yeah, you can see what cards you got dealt. If you're playing, if you're playing um, Savage Worlds, this tells you. So I can simply say, I have a nine. It should show up in everyone's screen. Did that show up in your screens? Yeah. Yeah. So you can see what, what card the person has and get and for the initiative or for whatever you want. Uh, adding in. Graphics is simple enough. I can simply say oh, I'm looking for um, a car, and there they are. There's marketplace cars, and there's free ones. Oh, God. I can drag it onto the map. It squishes it every time I do it, but I can stretch it out. There we go, and there's a car. Nice. <laughs> it's a nice lab. It was created through a Kickstarter. Let me just kill the screen share and kill the kill this first. So, have you ever, John? Have you ever played like at a table with a bunch of people and everybody had laptops and used this? No, we haven't. But but I could see this being being usable like that, right? Yeah, I definitely could. I could actually see using it on, uh, uh, as a laptop. Because I could have my figure, I could have my character on that map and move him myself. Everybody can move their own characters themselves, right? Yeah, and they explore different parts of the map. So the GM, I'm, I'm, I got the map scrunched down to where I can see the whole map, but they can, can they, they can actually see just what they what they can see, and it does have fog of war. Okay. So so if they have a light source, they can only see what their light sh source shows them. God, it's like an old it's like one of those old uh, uh, laser suit Larry games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's cool. Um, so guys, what else is there? Any, anything else you guys can think of? 
Well, no, this is all relatively new to me, so I'm learning all this for the first time. <laughs> the Google Hangout. Hey, uh, Trav, welcome to the show. Uh, glad you, uh, glad you showed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Trav, you, you were saying okay, so you were saying that that you have a Skyper that that comes on. Um, how, how does that work out for you? It, well, it's good. Yeah, he. We we try video and just the connections dicey. I'll turn the video right. on just long enough. Okay, I need to show Brian this picture. Boom. He acknowledges, he sees it, fine. I'm shutting it off because I don't want the call to get wonky where it'll drop. Right. And if I have to type him a private message that I don't want the others to hear, then I put it in the Skype chat. Um, other than that, I really, I, I'm not sure of anything else that I would really use with Skype to help. Because I have his character sheet, and so, you know, I have him roll, and it's honor system. Right. Well, we we do that. We do that, like, if one of us can't show up one night, which is, I would say every other week, somebody doesn't show up, and they Skype in. Um, or maybe every third week or so. But it's great, because, like, uh, there was um, two weeks ago, I, I was, you know, I was scheduled to play, so I'm going to show up for the guys, and all of a sudden something happened. I was like, oh, I can't make it. Uh, I, I know what it was. I wasn't feeling well. So I was like, I don't want to go downtown because it's like a like a thirty almost a thirty minute drive for me. I didn't want to drive downtown, not feeling well, hang out with the guys until three o'clock in the morning, and then drive home because it was all you know. I wanted to be able to like quit when I had to when I got when the sickness overcame me, and I could just go up and lay down. So I skyped in, and it was perfect. Just works great, you know. And we we play by honor system. I roll the dice and just tell them what I rolled. Um, I just sit here at the desk just like I am now and. I I did have to use Skype once before. One of my Friday night gamers had a job in California for a couple months, so he had his Friday nights off. It's just I had to, okay, I had to scan his character sheet. <laughs> I'm like, dude, really? You knew that this job was coming up. You could have taken it. And you, I don't like the players taking their character sheets home. I would have made an exception to this. So I'm having to fire up my 10-year-old desktop to scan and send it out and just... Well, I, I will tell you this. This is kind of cool. I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but when you're working on Google Drive, if two people have the same file open, you can actually see the other person editing it. It's it's live. Oh, wow. It's, it's oh, yeah. awesome. It is really cool. So, for example, he could have his character sheet open, and you could have his character sheet open. And you could um, literally mark down damage and stuff on his character sheet. You could... Um, uh, race items off of his character sheet for him. Uh, you can leave him notes. You can say, uh, "I'm not. Nobody else can see this except for you." And just you can just type note it, and he'll actually see it running across his page, like you know, like a like like his page is haunted. It's really kind of cool. I I would advise if you have somebody who skypes in that you take advantage of of Google Drive and use the Google Docs for that. Hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, I've done that. Too. Yeah, we've done it before in in our other games on the Sony Skypers. You'll see people. We'll have all the characters in one big sheet, and you'll see people up and down making changes to their sheet. Uh, that way, because because uh, we were playing with using fate, because that way you can see other people's um, uh, all their all their various aspects. They can tap the so you can make sure you tap the right things. Right. Mm. Now what? Yeah. Now one thing that Peter you, that you use a lot that this is not actually for the actual game itself. It's for between games, managing the game. Okay. Portal. Obsidian Portal. Oh my God! Yeah, Obsidian yeah, Portal right. is the bomb, dude. I love, I love it. I'm not the biggest fan of the new format. I kind of like their old format better, but it's all right. It's good. But uh, basically, using that as like a game journal to keep everybody up to speed and yeah. Okay, so so it gives you basically it's a wiki. So mm -hmm. you have this wiki where you can set up all these files like. You know, what's the world like? What are the people like? And all that kind of stuff. Then you can also have... There's also an area for characters. So you can there's a section for player characters and a section for NPCs. So the beauty of this is... is that when you're playing... If you're playing like a big dynamic campaign like we do, we have a lot of NPCs, and they're all reoccurring NPCs. I mean, no, no NPC is a throwaway. So... Um, when you're playing from week to week, you know, three weeks might go by, and they might say... Uh, so Stephanie comes to you and asks you to help, and you're like, who is Stephanie? I can't remember. But your character would remember because, you know, we're visual creatures. We, we see things on sight, and if you saw a picture of her, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's right. And your character would remember who that is because it might only be a few hours between the two of them seeing each other. You might not have played for two weeks. Um, so Obsidian Portal helps 
keep the memory where it should be. There's also the fact that if you're playing characters in a world um, that is that is different from our own, like like Hyboria or something, you're you know playing in Conan's time. Um, the game master can put down all these facts about the world that people would just know. You would just know this stuff, you know. And and it can be in the Obsidian Portal site. Like we went to this city and they were selling a bunch of slaves at this city or whatever. Uh, now you may forget which city that was, but you can always go back to the wiki and go, oh yeah, that was the city where we were. That now, if you were immersed, you were actually in the city, and you know the the, the game master says, yeah, a couple weeks go by. Um, you guys, you know, you're you're working and doing this and whatever, and then uh, you get this job and you wind up leaving the city. Well, you you're saying, well, I can't remember the name of that city. Well, your character would remember that. He was there for three weeks. You know, it's like that's where Obsidian Portal comes in. It's really nice. Um, we also use it for a reward system. So um, if you write a blog for that week, uh, the next time when you play, like Bruce was saying with the with the fate cards, you actually get extra fate cards to choose from, or the 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 drama decks, the drama cards. You actually uh, have extra cards to choose from uh, the next night when you get together, and that way we we have a running log, so we can go back. We can go back and look through the log and you know say three weeks ago we were in such and such. What happened? Oh yeah, that's right. This guy and he fought him and blah blah blah. Okay, I got it. Another good thing, and I I this is something I use the hell out of. Make a Facebook group for your gaming group. I've got one for Space Chase. I've got one for Escape for the Coptic from the Coptics. I have one for Maze World. I've got one for well, originally it was a campaign, but the spinoff is the Blood 3 and Ambassadors, which I run at uh, at local cons here, and I'll be running it at PenguinCon in about a month. Mm-hmm. And just the Facebook groups, everybody's in. They can, you know, they'll do everything from I want to do this with my character, or I'll type up just a recap for, let's say, somebody who wasn't there, and uh, the player either had to be, you know, the character either had to be played by me or someone else, and we blue thumbed them or whatever. And then, of course especially for the Maze World group, memes. Just the one like, here's Cthulhu and Power Armor, roll initiative. Right. He's, you know, the funny things like that, just to keep the camaraderie in the group going, because I'm finding out the Facebook groups really help group cohesion, and that's another way also to show ideas, because we have one guy in the Maze World group, he plays a weapons designer, so he'll put in a Facebook meme of this gun that he found. And saying, like, hey, I want I want my character to be able to make this gun. Okay, we're going to be stats on it, download the stuff, post it here, you know. And so the Facebook groups are really, really good for a gaming group. Now, granted, the guy who played that weapon designer, this would be on my show, Perky Goth's husband. Anyways, her mother-in-law is not on Facebook, so i got to sit there, tell Debbie this, you know. And so... <laughs> One problem: there are people who just aren't on it, and you got to go about, you know, word of mouth. Well, but what, yeah, Facebook groups are great ways for mm-hmm. online gaming to do, like Obsidian Portal. You know, you yeah. were mentioning that, and and I um I, oh, I forgot this, and I'll, and then that's the last thing I'll say on it. Um, Obsidian Portal also has this thing where you can leave secret messages, so you can assign who, like, because if there's four, say there's four of your, the four of us are in the group. Okay. I can leave a message that only I and Bruce can see. Okay. So, or, or like information, like let's say, um, let's say you you meet this guy, right? Um, and and there's all this information on him and what the party knows about him. But then there might be a box down there for what I know about him that no one else knows that the game master has left for me. So in other words, yeah, this is the guy. This is the guy that <clears throat> that you uh, you bought that. I don't know that pound of cocaine from, you know, but you don't want anybody else to know it. Or like, I'm playing my, or I'm playing my, uh, uh, so Bruce, I'm playing my cannibal character, right? Um, this is the guy who, uh, while he was unconscious, he, this is the guy's hand that you ate, or something, I don't know. <laughs> you, also, you also can do GM-only notes for the character, so you can keep track of things about, you know, various NPCs that the character is worried about, and you don't have to worry about hunting down notes, because it's right there in the character sheet. Only you can see it. Oh, okay. Uh, the other thing we d- I've done, and this has been tells you how long this stuff has been going. I've been gaming. Uh, uh, I belong to a long time playing group here in play, gaming group here in Seattle. We use Google Group. I mean, we use Yahoo Groups for a uh, for a board we work with, so we can arrange games and and let people know what's going on. Uh, 
discovered that uh, uh, for Sony Skypers, we said we were we were originally piggybacking on the boards for um, uh, the gutter Skypes. We decided they form our own board, and there's a free free software there out there called FreeForums.org, and it allows you to create your own Bolton board. So we use that to keep track of our games and you know and, and types of games we play. So that's another option. You don't actually have to. Even, if you don't like Facebook, you can create, create yourself a good old-fashioned Bolton board God. with free forums. Wow. <laughs> no, there are some people who do, do not want to be on Facebook. Oh, I know. Oh, I, yeah. One of my listeners is just <laughs> rabidly anti-Facebook. Oh, it's on my Facebook. And, and Red Wolf's like, not on there, remember? You're going to have to send me a different link. We're like, oh, crap. Because, yeah. oh, because, yeah. because we have we have, we have individuals who like try tech games. They'll never go to Facebook. Right. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Is there anything else you guys could think of, or because I mean, we're I think we're hitting close to two hours, maybe uh, about an hour and a half right now. Yeah, is it, is uh, we did not okay. do about our normal gaming group. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Like, you know, I have three on you know, a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday one. Yeah, I mean, things that we do for our gaming groups. Um, mm-hmm. Oh God, let's see me because I have three different gaming groups. Again, I <laughs> I have my laptop at the head of the table with the PDFs all set. Uh, for hard copy, I'll have those books ready, and occasionally I'll do props. Now, for the Maze World game, mm-hmm. uh, let's see, Reader's Digest version. Based on one o- negative 102 Prime, the fringe-worthy world for corn, evil three Christian gods are going to bring about a magical apocalypse, and humans are in a dream realm learning to use magic and whatnot. And they had to fight against a Rakshasa, a tiger-headed demon from Indian myth. So I had said, okay, I have a kook. There's a kookery called Prahasta's Bane that you guys have to get. So I had a kookery. Oh. Hello. And I used this as a prop and even, you know, you know, as, okay, he swings like this, like this, and, like, you know, just to show... And, and it, it really got their attention, and they're like, oh, okay, and I mean... The young gamer, Josie, is sitting there, you know, it, it's sheathed like this. She's like, okay, your character has the kukri. Okay, give it over to Althea, played by her mother, Colleen. So Josie would hand. So we knew whoever had Prohasta's Bane, they had this. And that was that way then we could hand it off and say, okay, well, this person comes up. And it, it helped a lot. I mean, just the fact that this is such a rare weapon, it really popped as in the eyes of. Well, hope didn't pop anyone in the eye. You know, no, we don't want that. No, we, do, we do not condone the use actual weapons use at gaming tables. Yeah. No kukris in the eye, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Unless they won't stop humming. <laughs> so, so is that a uh, is that a uh, prop kukri? Uh, yeah, it's not all that sharp, but of course the point, you know, obviously would be kind of still dangerous, and of course, you know, blunt instrument would work really well too, but. No, yeah. it's not sharpened. I, I forget where the heck I got that. I've just had that for years. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I, I actually got uh, prop. I've only used only used once. I got to pull back for this a little bit. Oh boy, everybody shut off their props. Well, I got it from my dad. This is a an actual Japanese uh, NCO's s- sword. Huh. <laughs> nice. I, I, oh, got to be strong weapons. <laughs> Okay, there you go. Oh, boy. Katana and Atanko on the wall there. What's your point? <laughs> no, no, but see, those are wall hangers. This is a real thing. <laughs> oh, no, those are real swords. I don't know if they're combat. Yeah, and he's got his claymore back there, yeah. And it's it's uh, yeah. it's combat steel. It's it's not sharpened, but it's it's actually it's, it's a real weapon. That's thing I really cherish yeah, right there. I've got, I've got one of those, too. Yeah. yeah. It's It's definitely not for show. Okay, fine. We let let it all just be said that the four of us here in the TriTech Games podcast, if we're ever attacked in our homes during a podcast, we're ready. <laughs> yeah. Or, or one thing I actually yeah, we're, we're, dad, I'm sorry. It's my dad's World War II combat knife. Okay. That would be, ooh, yeah, we're we're all ready for the zombie apocalypse. That would be a real good prop for a pulp game. Yes. Yep. That would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see, that's that's more props, but you know, props to everybody. 
Oh, let's see. What other things do I have? Yeah. And, um, well, you know, pencils and a dry yeah. erase map and extra dice. You know, things that you would normally have. Other than that, I think most props that you would use at your at your weekly or bi-weekly game would be set. Okay, the session specific. Like, okay, I need you know this kukri for this particular arc of the story, or oh look. We found this green crystal, and you can get like a, a green piece of glass, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Most props that you would see are probably session specific or adventure specific, and then you're done with them. Mm -hmm. Player might take it home as a as a as a memento of that game if it was particularly good, you know. Yeah. yeah so, but but I mean, it's not just it's not just about the props, though. It's it's about how you how you prep for things. So, like yeah. you know, like like we were saying before, you know, you got your uh, just to recap on all this stuff, you got if you're going to do any kind of graphic stuff. You've got Photoshop, of course, which is the go-to, but you can use Publisher, which is cheaper. You can get Photoshop on the Creative Cloud, which is cheaper, which is a cheap alternative. Uh, Pixlr and GIMP are both Photoshop clones, which are completely free, um, oh. and they they work great. Um, uh, PDF Maker. Now, I I have a copy of the PDF Maker, which I think I got from work or something. Um, but but you can get free versions of that easily. I mean that's my Mac will print the PDFs without using one of those things. Right. I, yeah, but I think there are, there are plenty of free ones you can download. Oh, something else. Music during a game. What is that, John? Yeah, it's a cockroach from oh, okay. Archie Archie McPhee. Thank you. All oh, right. Sorry. Anyway, um, music during a game. A real Game good thing problem. to do if you have Winamp or any other, set up a playlist. And I mean, if you want to play a specific theme for something, fine. If not, just have a playlist and put it on shuffle or repeat where it goes to the playlist and it'll start back up at the beginning again. Me being Dementia Radio, I use Winamp all the time. So yeah, I've had to set up, I have to set up a playlist weekly. So just set up one uh, for, let's say you're playing a pulp game. Get music from the 30s and 40s, you know, some swing music. Or if you're doing, like, the one game I did where the characters went from a pulp era to Venice, get a lot of Baroque, you know, pulp, and then switch over to the Baroque playlist. Playlist. Oh, Trav, if it was a Baroque playlist, does that mean that you didn't have very much money to spend on it? No, it means I had to fix it later. Okay. All right. Oh, all right. Yeah, see, I, I don't... I don't have all that music, so what I do is I go on YouTube and I look for playlists uh, of the type that I'm looking for, and I just throw it up on the speakers while I'm playing. Yep, 100% free. The Hawaii Hinterland, every different environment we go to, I have a different playlist provided by some kind person out there with the effort of putting together a playlist. Uh, for each of the different environments, so I have one with the more jungle type stuff for Etowongo. I have one for the 40s for Pittsburgh. I have, of course, Cossack music for Little Kiev. So it, it, it's it's good to leverage other people's work. I like the way Bruce goes. For the I very for the very same reason I also yeah the very same reason I also go I use uh, Google Pictures whenever I want pictures. I just you know type in what I'm interested in, go to grab. Go to the uh, the graphics tab, and I just start grabbing pictures and showing them to people because you know I'm not publishing this, uh, so therefore there's a lot more pictures out there put up by people that I'll ever be able to afford or take myself, and it's it's worked out very well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just shared something. Uh, I realized I had it and forgot about it. It's called the Hangout app. Which shows you all the hangouts that are in development. <laughs> ah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I don't know anything I do. Spe I mean, you know, uh, I think the you know, like Chad says having playing pencils, making sure you have character sheets. You know, either be filled out or already filled out. Um, I have. I, I mean, two of my groups. I may actually be going to a third now, but there's going to be a play test uh, or, or, or online. Uh, the Sunday Skypers, uh, we got uh, three folks in the United States and one person from Sweden. You know, that's really fun getting that time zone uh, set up. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, when I ran when I ran the uh, the fringe really, my fringe really play tests are online. Uh, yeah, we were all over the country. We basically had to worry about you know who's going to be up late at night and who's going who's still getting off work. Yes, John. Uh, we have no <laughs> idea how to deal with that whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no idea whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. Um, then I also have uh, like my local group. There's a couple of local groups I go to on occasion. Um, uh, one meets in a game store, so yeah, and they actually have they actually have the big sand tables where you can set up miniatures and crap like that. Uh, they actually pretty well set up. It's called Card Kingdom. Uh, if you're here in Seattle, go to Card Kingdom and just drool at everything they got there. Um, uh, I do notice about uh, certain gaming stores. Uh -huh. I have a local one here, Pandemonium, and I'm in Westland. Well, Garden City is across the road from me, so it's in Garden City. They actually have a sign saying, and this is a warning if you go to gaming stores, yes, we supply gaming you know, area. No, we do not supply electricity for laptops and whatnot. So if you do go to a gaming store and run a game, and that's your gaming group, you might want to check that out because they have the sign right there when you walk into Pandemonium that they do not supply electricity for it. And I'm just saying yeah. that it's something if you do use a laptop for your gaming, for music, for whatever, just keep an eye on that. We used to have a gaming bar up in Everett. It was a bar that was, created, was bought and serviced by uh, gamers, but I don't know if they're still in business because, unfortunately, gamers aren't big spenders when it comes to buying booze more than once. <laughs> That's why all <laughs> gamers buy, bring their own brew, booze to the game. Yeah. That's another thing. Bribing the GM is a time-honored tradition. <laughs> oh, what is this you want me to drink? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, the nice thing about the card kingdom is that their main source of income is not the games they sell in the store; it's cards. They well, actually yeah. they're a, they're a major card distributor, yeah. And they basically the store is just an adjunct, and uh, they actually decide they're going to provide a proper gaming area. So there's it's it's a wonderful place to play games in. It's loud as all heck. It's like gaming at a con, but still, you get places you can game. They do have. Three rooms, no, two rooms you can use, but you got to pay for those rooms. Oh. Or you buy enough food to compensate for the, those three rooms, so one or the other. Because they, they you have an attached restaurant slash bar ah. as well. Okay. So, And the gaming rooms, and those gaming rooms are the ones you actually can drink booze in. So if you're out on the floor, you can, you can have your Coke, you can have your, your Pepsi, but you can't have your, your Miller. Why would you have Miller? I don't know, but, you know, you... <laughs> First name that came out of your bed. Yeah. That's why I drink Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, pro yeah. But for those games, yeah, it's just mainly just making sure you have a copy oh, that's the other thing. Having more than one copy of the rules. Ah, yes. Yes. Uh like for Pathfinder, um I bring a big book bag. Mm -hmm. Plus, I have all the PDFs for all the Paizo stuff. Therefore, I can hand out the book and say, yeah, see, it's right there on page whatever. Read it. And then, of course, the players have, uh, like, Oz has a copy of the core rulebook and Ultimate Magic because mm -hmm. he plays a mage's character. That's the weapon designer. He basically yeah. became a wizard to be an artificer. So he can make an M16 that throws lightning bolts or fireballs. And so he has those books, so he can look up stuff for his character right off the bat. But I also have the books for everyone else who don't have the PDFs or the books, so they know they can just look up stuff if they need to. So. Yep. Yeah, I discovered okay, running. Well, a yeah, anyway. guys, but uh, I, you know, all my gamers have birthdays, and I usually give them the, the rule book for the game that we're playing or the game itself, mm -hmm. like Fringeworthy or Hardware Land. I give that to them for their birthday. So yeah, they, they everybody usually ends up with all the rules in a fairly short period of time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, which is, which is good for you as a game master, anyway, because you you know mm -hmm. it's good. also cleans out his garage. <laughs> yeah, all those games you in your pocketbook. I see what you did there, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, my wife is always happy the less games I have. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and for those of you who don't remember, there's there's only so much that we game designers who are married or have significant others. Their patience only goes so far for our hobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those who don't know, Bruce used to run a a, a game company that worked with TriTac. Um, and how 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 many uh, crates do you still have your game supplements? 
<laughs> oh, I had to get rid of about, about 2,000 copies of every single one of them uh, when I decided to move to my current house. I literally threw them into a dumpster. It was so sad. I still have about four cases of each of them now. Yeah. Oh, that's painful. So, it's still, still a couple hundred. Yes, it was very painful, that's considering I paid for every one of them. Put it to the chest. A moment of silence. Yes. Hold on, wait. Go swiftly into the night, dear yes. folks. Or to the shredder. Yeah, you know. Be, be, be recycled to the new games. Yes. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. probably, it probably ended up in a landfill somewhere. But, you yeah. know, that just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad we're in the electronic age where people are willing to use PDFs because uh, it makes it so, it, it lowers the bar as far as the financial aspect of getting into gaming and producing a quality product so much. Yeah. Now the only thing you really have to pay for is professional writers or semi-professional writers if you're having that, and of course the artwork, which is oh, yeah. always going to be an issue as far as... Yeah. Well, and editors, I don't mean to, to, to discount all the other parts of producing a game, but I'm just saying is that yeah. the, the, the biggest problem was always, in a, a lot of companies, as even Tritech, has had the problem where they literally weren't able to keep stuff on the shelf because they didn't have the cash flow to public to go out and print another 2,000 copies of their game. Print on demand or PDF download has made that all complete, you know, so much more reliable and accessible. And with how technology is, like Bruce said, you can carry all this stuff on a Kindle. I've got players. My roommate's girlfriend Carrie is in. The Friday game and the Saturday game. She carries all her stuff on her on her cell phone and just sitting there. Okay, yeah, it's here on this page and just and there are PDFs I've given her. Yeah, the PDF you gave me. Yeah, it's right here. And, you know, so technology has made it where and and my laptop, even this one I have now, is smaller than the one that uh, Bruce remembers, the silver one that I had. This black one now is smaller and thinner. It's easier yeah. to carry. It's more powerful. <laughs> and so technology is making it with the PDFs. You can have thousands of volumes of gaming stuff and you're not having to put your back out by lugging that many books which yeah that helps yeah and this new stuff coming out i mean on my uh, ipad they microsoft just re released office 365 for the ipad so i i going to have word excel powerpoint which is another great drawing tool uh, <laughs> uh, available for doing things uh Wait a minute, john it's not a great drawing tool. It's, it's a not drawing, great. It's a drawing tool. <laughs> it was my only. It was my only vector drawing tool that I could actually understand how to use. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, I one of the nicest thing about tablets is that you can, in fact, draw your finger on them in most cases. Yeah. And that, and doing impromptu stuff where you don't have the space to pull out a pet an actual mat and, and markers and things like that. It just makes things so much more spontaneous. Yeah. And I also use presentation software for doing things like, pre you know, I used the, the Google presentation software one time for a, a game where I actually brought a brought my, uh, I actually have a, a um, projector for, for computers, and I plugged it in, and on the wall I did all these great space scenes and so forth on the on, on the darkened wall, so yeah. Well, let me ask you, John, was, was that a Pico projector? No, what's the... Um, so you, you brought like, a full-size projector? Yeah, I brought a full-size projector, and I believe it is a... Don't remember the I don't remember the math. I don't remember the math. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm just saying, but it's a full size. Because uh, the reason I was going to ask you that was because I've been looking at Pico projectors as something I could stick in my backpack to take along to use at, at events. But I went to I Best Buy. They have, I don't think they have enough luminaires. I went to Best Buy and I looked at and they actually had some out there for display, and you had to be in a really really dark place to see the display, and you realize how yeah. big is that? That big? Right. My projector so, yeah. can can go that big. I know, I know, see I know. It across I, the room, yeah. It, it sounded good in theory, but I knew the details were not gonna. And the thing is, 
the price the price was almost identical. Really? I thought they were cheaper. No, no. The small ones are, are much more expensive because they actually have to pack it into a smaller area huh. to, get, to get the lumens and get everything like that. So it, it's, there are some they say that actually the laptop projectors are some that work really well, but you're going to pay for that work really well. Hmm. But you go buy yourself one of the uh, less expensive ones that basically plug in HDMI and you can plug it into your... You know, I can I can I can do HDMI off my um off my off my iPad, so I can yeah, do uh, I can't 1080p. Yep. Yep. I watch movies on my my uh, tablet on my TV. It's nice. Yep. Thank All right. So okay, let, let's wrap this up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's thing that's that's an expensive and trust me, the uh, I had to pay for every one of those pounds when I went when I flew. Yeah. Oh, when I flew this one one place with that, you had to I had to pay for every pound. Oh, it's a it's a pain dragging all that stuff around. Yeah. So, um. So yeah, I think I think that's gonna do it for this for this episode. What did you guys? Um, any of you guys have seen this or you're watching this now or whatever? Please please go on our Facebook page. Um, or or G. We got a good, we got a G plus page, don't we? Yeah, we have a Google plus. We have the try the games page. Sure. Go to any one of the number of places that we you know. Have stuff. If you, hey, if you happen to see us on YouTube, and we'll 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 get you the links. Don't worry. Um, we're gonna post this video. If you're watching it, okay. So if you listen to the audio, the video is posted already. <laughs> if you're watching this on audio right now, uh, there is an uh, our video right now. There is an audio component that we're gonna put up in the in the podcast version. Um, but let us know what you thought. Let us know what you think of this this live format, and see if it's something that you'd be interested in us doing again. Um, it's it's not really that much of a problem for us, so we can do it. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, it's it's uh, it's something new that we're playing around with. It's our attempt. We missed sweeps week, so this is our attempt at sweeps week. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but we, we've been talking about doing some live plays uh, stuff, and this may be the way we go for the live play. Uh, we talked about doing it this way. Um, I don't I don't know. You know, I mean, it might be. Uh, one of these episodes where uh, you know we got some um, some of the plot points we have as adventures. Maybe we'll run some of those so that you guys can see what's what what's going into the Savage Worlds thing as a plot point um, and see you know see a game, see how it works. Yep. And hopefully we can we we'll probably be using that screen share thing so you actually can see what we're seeing because a lot of the stuff in the Hangouts won't broadcast, so we have to be use the screen share probably to get that to work. Yeah, oh, we'll play and, I have, and I have no idea if the screen share worked or not either, because I didn't check to see if the screen share was working or not. So far, we know it didn't work either. Hey, so, hey, this is I saw nothing. <laughs> this is new to you guys. This is to us. We may, uh, we may find that this is a really good medium. We may find, oh, well, this is it will be, but this is what we have to do to make it work. Yeah, a work in progress. Let's just say, yeah. work in yeah. progress. Story of my life. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to wrap it up, Peter? Uh, sure. Unless anybody else got anything else they want to add? I'm good. Nope. Okay. So. Uh, no, not really. At at your at your game table, there are, there are plenty of tools out there to to help improve your GMing experience, uh, from props to electronics to you know any of the, um, the tools that you would use to make the maps and the character sheets and stuff that you would use. Um, I think we gave some really good tips tonight. Uh, if you guys can think of any more, please make sure you leave them in the comments. Uh, if you think of enough stuff, uh, we could do a follow-up show on it. We have uh, another episode of, of Game Mastering Tips, which is uh, going to be in two weeks. We'll record that one. Um, I can't remember. Do you guys? Any of you guys remember what the subject on that one was? Uh, Even though I came up with it, I can't remember what it is. Uh, but we have a we have a list. Don't worry about it. We have a list. It's yeah. going to be another one on on GM topics. Um, yeah, we're checking it twice. We'll check. Yeah, we'll check it. Um, but just, just make sure you tune in, and again, let us know what you think of this. Also, uh, iTunes, please leave us a review. We need more reviews. Um, it, it really helps. I mean, you guys, you have no idea how much that helps, uh, because the more people who comment on it, the more exposure we get, the more other people get a chance to see the show, and blah blah blah. It's like a it's like a snowbally type of thing. You oh, know. Uh, oh, and Peter, I just looked at yep. the list. We already covered it. Oh, we did. It's okay. Called, yeah, it's it's called uh, 
con gaming as GM as a player. Oh. We just covered that in this podcast. Wow, okay, so we squeezed two into one. All right, we have another show in two weeks. You all, we're out. No. Um, <laughs> we, we don't know what the topic is yet, but we'll, we'll come up with something we always do. Um, yeah. Holy crap, we did cover it. I'm just looking it up now. I was like, oh, cool, okay. Oh. <laughs> all right, so we unintentionally covered it. All right, so anyway, uh, that's enough jibber-jab. We will talk to you all next time. Ciao. Yo, brothers. This was the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction. No derivatives. And sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at Tri-Tech Games. And if you don't, we'll be after your sorry butts. Cause we're some bad mothers.